0: Chill out. I'm trying to do a podcast.
1: This is Section 312. We have a great episode for you guys today. We got the MLB postseason recap so far. <laughs> the postseason has kicked off heartbreak in london plus wayne mesmer stops by for an interview and we round out the show with an all new starting five of basic slash common i guess you could call it but before we get into all that this episode of the podcast is brought to you by bricks and ivy sports bricks and ivy sports we talk about it every single week guys it is a must stop for all sports collectors you guys can find unique autographed memorabilia like sports gifts tons and tons of cool shit at bricks and ivy sports Go check them out. They buy, sell, and they even trade with the customers. Yes. If you have an autograph or some sports memorabilia you don't like anymore, bring it to Bricks and Ivy Sports because more than likely they will trade with you. They also do meet and greet player signing events. Coming up, they have Devin Hester coming up on October 13th. Go get tickets for that at Bricksandivysports.com. All right, guys. I'll I'm out postseason. I want to jump right into this right away. Fuck you, Matt. You're goddamn Cardinals. You should have been on the couch right now watching like the rest of the Cub
2: fans. I mean, no lie, I am on a couch right now, but uh, the series is still tied. And and, and, and if we want to be honest here, I I feel like it's just the Braves versus Ozuna slash Molina. You know? Long live, live Adi. Long live Yadi! Yeah. Yadi's Yachty. a goat, you can say.
3: Yachty's He's a, a man.
1: I was I was really upset at the fact that they came back, but I was even more upset at the fact that it was Yadi or Molina. I hate that guy <laughs> so Why? Much.
4: that guy's an <laughs>
1: asshole.
0: Why how?
1: He tried beefing with Chris Bryant, and Chris Bryant was, you know all humble and everything, and yadi took it personally.
2: Like Chris Bryant yeah. called St. Louis, the whole town, city of St. Louis, boring. St. Louis sucks, dude. You're asking for shit at that point. Dude, St. Like Louis like sucks. The, the whole city's going to shit on your head.
3: yadi's the grandpa of
2: baseball. You need to you need to respect Grandpa Molina. Exactly. He's been around here since 2004. Everybody just calm down.
1: And it's time for him to retire.
3: After they win In the a few years.
2: <laughs> so,
1: St. Louis, they're going to a game five. I I really think they're going to win, and I don't want them to win, but I have a strong feeling they are going to win. Oh, yeah? The Braves choke every year, man, so.
3: That's your expert Do you analysis? know the pitching matchup? Uh, I'm fulton just... Flaherty and fulton Nevich. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, i probably go Cardinals then.
1: Oh, well, yeah. well, you know, we're going to see Scherzer and we're going to see Strasburg coming out of the bullpen. That's a given.
3: That's the wrong series.
2: Yeah, man, this is Cardinals and Braves.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I'm tweaking, I'm tweaking, I'm tweaking.
3: <laughs> Keiko.
1: that's what I meant. We're going to see Keichel at some point.
3: That's still the wrong series. <laughs> oh, wait, Dude, no, Dallas Keuchel is great. Sorry, Okay.
2: Keiko is brave. <laughs> it's been a
4: long yeah, time. This this really <laughs>
1: I'm still focused on the Twins, man. I lost money on the Twins. They that didn't even win one fault. game.
3: That was your own fault for picking Matt. Anymore, to go all <laughs> the way.
1: Hey, man. It was going to pay out big.
3: Yeah, because it wasn't going to
2: happen. <laughs> Well, there was a story – I can't blame Q here because there was a guy in St. Louis who bet on the last place Blues back in December or January, and then he won – he got a pretty good payday at the well, end hockey, of yeah. –
3: hockey's been – hockey's crazy though like that. Like there's so much parody in hockey where everyone – every season there's some team that comes out of nowhere and, and just blows everyone out of the water. The Golden Knights did it in their first season. Their first season they almost won the cup, which was everyone said was just – an extraordinary thing, so I, I can I can believe that in betting in hockey. But the Twins, I mean, no pitching, and they're facing the Yankees, and then they'd have to face the Astros. Like that was just that's such a hard that's such a hard call to make.
1: They didn't even get one game,
3: man. They
1: got swept.
3: <laughs> I know. You should get your money back if a team if if your team gets swept in the opening series.
1: So. The Nationals, I brought it up earlier because, you know, my, my brain's just just combusted right now. Are they going to beat the Dodgers? Am I the only one who thinks that they're going to knock the Dodgers out in the first round? They,
3: they just might.
2: <laughs> they just <laughs> might. I hope so.
3: I mean, what, what they have going for them is that the Dodgers, you talked about cho- teams choking in the playoffs. I mean, that is basically the logo of the Los Angeles Dodgers. So
1: if – they beat the Dodgers. Are the Nationals the new favorites to win? No. Barring St. Louis beating Atlanta.
3: So your question is, so your question is, if it's Nats versus versus Braves, do the Nats win? No. Is that if, your question?
1: If it's Nats versus Cardinals.
3: Oh, yeah, I still like the Cards. The so I would oh, take the Nationals.
1: You're taking the NAS?
3: Day.
0: I will. I think they got a little more pitching.
3: They have no bullpen, though. The, those, that Nationals bullpen is is just a disaster.
1: It's not as bad as the Cubs, though.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty damn close. Considering Max Scherzer is their best bullpen arm...
2: I always feel nervous whenever the Cardinals go to their bullpen. I, I don't. Maybe it's just a general feeling with bullpens altogether.
1: Okay, well let me put it this way: How would you feel if you had Jordan Hicks?
2: If I had Jordan Hicks, I would have no worries because yeah. then you can have Perfect. Martinez mess it up in the eighth, and Hicks can fix it in the ninth. <laughs> yeah,
3: that'd be a nice that'd be a nice arm to have.
2: Yes, Andrew
1: Miller's been a solid piece though.
2: At times, yes. And also, at times, Martinez. They just both have to be good at the same time.
1: Carlos Martinez is the Craig
2: Kimbrell of the Cardinals right now. (laughs) He got the job done on Monday. I'm just saying. (laughs) Barely. Didn't he give up a
1: home run to a another? No,
2: he gave up a ground rule double. Just because it goes over the wall doesn't make it a home run cue. It was a ground rule double, and that was the only hit allowed that... um, that inning. Okay,
1: so going back to the Twins, the Yankees swept the Twins. Are they now a legit threat to the Astros? Yes. No de- Knowing that you're going to have to face Verlander, Cole, and Granky,
3: Considering that the Rays are giving Houston trouble, that makes me feel good about the Yankees.
1: Trouble? Houston's up 2-0.
3: Yeah, and the Rays are beat. They
0: were beaten yeah, up on Verlander. Right now. the Rays are winning right now. Yeah, yeah it's, they're it's, about to tie it up, go to Game
3: Five. They beat up on Granky, and now they're beating up on Verlander. Oh,
1: hold hold up, Vance. It's two to zero right now.
3: They're five outs
1: play. Yeah, but it's two to zero game wise.
3: No, it's two to one. The Rays beat them last I'm night.
2: Looking at a, I'm looking at the ESPN zero, screen right now, dude. It's two to one. What? 2-1 to one Houston.
3: Because <laughs> they beat up on Granke last night. No, Granky let up 6 earns. It's 2-1. The Rays
0: won last night. So it's
1: 4-0 right now they're winning. They just got the first out in the eighth inning. Okay. Okay. Oh, you know, for the Rays being my second favorite team, I, I haven't been keeping up. I've been so busy, man.
3: You've been upset so, about your Twinkies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: but the Rays are winning right now. 4 nothing. Uh... And if they come back and win this this series against Houston, that may be the biggest upset of this postseason.
3: Oh, for sure, yeah.
1: So then would it be guaranteed that the Yankees are going to be
3: the new favorites to win the title? It would definitely be theirs to lose in the American League, that's for sure.
1: Okay, so out of who's left right now, is everybody still confident in their picks that we made a couple weeks ago? Yes, sir. Okay. I'm the only one who's not.
2: <laughs> well, well, yeah, no
1: shit. You have no
4: choice.
0: I mean, I the Dodgers the are about to get
1: knocked out, I feel like,
3: and the Twins are already gone. Yeah. I had
0: Dodgers and
4: Astros.
3: Even though, imagine how fun it would be. Imagine how fun it would be if, the, if somehow the Nationals and the Rays made it all the way. That would be a great World Series. Guaranteeing that whoever wins, it would be their first ever title. That'd be kind of fun.
2: I can tell you, first ever titles are pretty fun. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) And fans fans in Tampa Bay would still not go to the (laughs) drop.
4: Maybe,
2: yeah, probably not. It's unfortunate, but it's. That's
3: true. how it was when they went to the World Series uh, in the Longoria years. They didn't sell out like a single game that entire year.
1: So, I'm glad you brought up the first titles, Matt. I'm still waiting to see that replica banner that you uh, got. Was it big?
2: It's uh it's a, it's bigger than a legal size sheet of paper. It's pretty nice. Um, I don't have it opened up yet because I didn't pick out a place to put it. But uh, it is pretty nice, and like an eight uh, I by just 10 we, we talking eight by ten? Uh, maybe, maybe I can look it up real quick. But uh, <laughs> it is pretty good size. It's it's not life size, of course, but uh, it was pretty cool. And before the game, I got onto the pregame show oh, there
4: for, the, uh, right.
2: for the for the St. Louis Cable. Yeah.
1: Okay, hold up. What, There's a good luck charm. I think it's just you, Matt, okay? Because when, <laughs> we, when I got hammered with you at the Cardinals game and we made it onto the Jumbotron play at Rock, Paper, Scissors in Bush Stadium, <laughs> and now and he won, by the way. He I won did win. the whole competition of, like, 16 people <laughs> and won a free beer, and he doesn't drink, so I won a free beer. <laughs> and now he's he made it onto the broadcast for the Blues. That's crazy.
2: Dude, we got off the Metrolink, me and my dad, we got off the Metrolink. We uh, we crossed the street, and then they were getting the cup out of the uh, safe. And like the broadcasters were setting Uh-oh. up uh, around a crowd of people getting ready to do a pregame segment. And I was like, holy crap, let's go over here. Let's get to the back so that we can get on camera. So we were on camera for like a good two minutes, maybe. It was pretty cool. So, Matt, you seemed like you
1: had fun at the Blues game. And now it's time for Matt's moment. Matt,
2: what do you got for us with this moment? Uh, that was my moment. Uh, <laughs> I was saving that for later. But it. <laughs> yeah, that that is the uh, that was my moment. That was it brought a to you? By? Who brought you? Who who sponsored Matt's moment today? Q.
1: <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked that because Matt's moment is always sponsored by our good friends at Thrive Fantasy.
0: And now a word from our sponsors.
1: Thrive Fantasy is a DFS app for prop bets. They have streamlined the drafting process and eliminated the need to do unnecessary hours of research by using only top tier athletes. Only the best of the best guys. We're talking the Jay Cutlers. We're talking the Mariotas, We're talking, you know, the third string quarterbacks no one has ever heard of. Now we're just playing around the best of the best. They do over unders go on check them out thrive fantasy on the app store go download it today and when you sign up enter our code sec312 to get an instant match of up to $10 you guys you sign up you deposit 10 they're going to give you 10 that's 20 bucks 20 bucks to go bet over unders on these players on these teams whether it's rushing yards receiving yards passing yards sacks Total points. Thrive Fantasy is where you want to go. Check them out in the app store today or go to thrivefantasy.com. So NBA season, preseason had started. I'm sure everybody has already seen videos of Zion. He looks unstoppable.
3: Oh, Zion's the man. Zion I was, is the man.
1: I was in Ross the other day and I found a Zion Williamson Pelican shirt for $12 did you buy it? Too small, or I am too fat? I have to decide which one yet. <laughs> you
3: should just buy it and frame it. Where's the well, I it, was, it was
1: it was <laughs> it was like an athletic shirt, you know. It was kind of like that moisture wick material, so it was like like a workout shirt almost. And it wasn't like stitched or in, like one of the fake stitch or anything. It was like printed on there. But it was a Zion shirt, and I was very tempted to get it. But like I said, I couldn't decide if it was too small or if I was too fat.
3: You'll grow into it. Did anyone else see the thing about the Philadelphia Flyers and their rage room? No. <laughs> yeah. They're gonna in their in their arena. They're they're gonna set up a rage room for fans to do either before, during, or after the games. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Why not all of them? <laughs>
3: and you spend it's 30 you you have to make a reservation and it's either 35 bucks for yourself or 60 for two people and you get 5 minutes
2: Wait. Can I just okay. rage at home before I leave.
3: <laughs> That's what I thought like why before the game like I guess if you if you're pre-gaming you get you get hammered and then you go and break shit. A rage? <laughs> yeah, you never heard of those things?
1: That is a great idea, the rage room.
3: At a hockey game? Isn't it a terrific idea?
1: Hell, yeah, can we drop the two guys that typically try to fight each other on the ice in the rage room?
3: The five minute penalty <laughs> box in the rage room?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> That'd be the shit. Like walk them in there and to take the fight.
1: You know what I I love has am I the only one who has seen semi pro? I hope not.
3: That's like my Semi Pro. Like I my watched that. Movie. <laughs>
1: It, where they're on the court and they cut to commercial and kick the shit out of each other. <laughs>
3: yeah, what about during timeout? <laughs> Father Pat, timeout. Somebody hit somebody!
2: <laughs> was that versus the Spirits of St. Louis? That was against was the that Spurs? the
3: Spirits of St. Louis Spurs game? Team. Wasn't that against the like, Spurs team? I
4: can't I remember. remember. I don't
3: know, but yeah, he's like, he's like wait, what about during timeout?
1: <laughs> so, now that we're back to basketball... Lakers. Everybody has seen the Lakers. First off, I didn't even recognize Dwight Howard on the court.
3: I keep forgetting he's still in the league. <laughs> I, saw the video,
1: I saw the video of him, like, riding his big bike in, you know, Hollywood or wherever he was, playing on, like, some street court. And he just looks like a overgrown child.
3: Because it doesn't... The thing with Dwight Howard, doesn't he keep ending up? Hasn't he played kind of technically for, like, every team in the NBA? He just keeps getting traded and then released by half the NBA?
1: Yeah, not more than Carmelo or Sean Livingston.
3: I guess, but I feel like that's that's why I keep forgetting about Dwight Howard, because I feel like the only time they talk about him is when, he's just get, when he keeps getting traded and released by different teams, and when he had the whole, like, butt thing. That was kind of weird, but
1: so are the lakers a serious contender to win the championship let's be honest
3: absolutely not
1: okay (laughs) because i i don't think so at all
3: absolutely not
1: i want to see this whole thing go down in a dumpster fire
3: they're not even the best team in la
1: well that's i mean the lakers as a franchise yes
3: well, yeah, but talent-wise, I'll take the Clippers over the Lakers. Not that I think the Clippers are going to do much either. I think they're way too overhyped, but I would I would buy stock in the Clippers as, like, winning a title before the Lakers do. Who do
0: you
3: think is going to win the title, then? Um, I mean, probably, Go- probably Golden State. I mean, that's the safest <clears throat> bet to make every year, just like picking the Patriots to win the Super Bowl. I mean... Until the season starts and injuries happen or injuries don't happen, I feel like if you're going to pick a team to win the title, it might as well be Golden State. My, my other choice, of course, is Milwaukee, but I just don't know if they still have if they have enough talent to get it done.
1: I'm glad you brought up the Golden State Warriors because the last topic we're going to get into here for the NBA, our boy who blew us off, Mr. Kavion Pippen.
2: KP. Signs.
1: <laughs> He when, blew you off? Yeah, he blew us off. He he, I I was talking to him at the rec center. You know, hey, this was like a year and a half ago when we like when we first started this. Um, KV on doing the sports podcast. We want you to be a part of it. Be our first guest interview. Yada yada yada. Just need about twenty minutes of your time. That's all we need. He's like, oh sure, man, we'll do it. How about tonight at six o'clock? We're all set up. We're ready to go. Hit him up. Be like, hey, what's your Skype name? Let's get this shit. Just ghosts us. Straight ghosts us, right?
3: Because he was busy preparing
1: for the Warriors. Busy preparing for the Warriors. <laughs> He's not even gonna play on the Warriors. They're gonna cut his ass before the season starts.
2: Nah. Let's not. Let's not hope these things, man. Let's nah. let's hope for the best for this guy.
1: Hey, I never hoped anything. I hope he makes it. I hope he I hope he succeeds and he leads the Golden State Warriors to a championship because this is his ticket. Let's be honest, this is his shot.
3: Well, they You're need I'll say they if there's any team in the NBA that needs some big men who can get rebounds, I mean that that is the team for him to go to.
1: So, this is his opportunity. It's the best team in the league over the last 5 years. That if he's going to impress anybody in the league, It starts with them. Now, whether or not they keep him on the roster or they don't, because I've heard that they may just keep him for training camp because they need bodies for practice, other scouts are going to be on the lookout for watching. Am am I guaranteeing that he's going to play in the NBA? I don't know, okay? But what I can guarantee is the very least he will find his way onto a G League team.
3: Well, and you know what's gonna help too is obviously his his last name. I mean, his his pedigree is gonna definitely help that out a little bit.
1: Well, yeah, of course, but let's be honest—he's nowhere near the talent Fair. Scottie Pippen.
3: Well, no, and they—I mean, they're they're two con- diff, uh, completely different different players. But I said that from the be- from the beginning of him ch- uh, transferring to SIU. I said, you know, they're like because he was—he's probably the most—he was the most draft eligible player that S.I.U. had since Anthony Bean and Anthony Bean only got drafted in the in the D League and now he plays overseas, but I'm like with his last name and him being six eleven, you know, that that just will attract scouts to him.
1: Is he really six eleven?
3: I think so. Six ten or
2: six eleven. I heard six eleven and five eight, I don't think five eight is accurate. Five yeah, he's eight. definitely taller than me. 5'8", yeah,
3: that is not true at all. Yeah, I think it was
2: was a troll on Facebook, honestly.
3: (laughs) I was like, I'm 5'9", and I can guarantee you that KV on Pippen is not 5'8".
2: Right, and nobody (laughs) shorter than me is playing center. Exactly. (laughs) So let's
1: take a break from this, and let's go to a quick segment here. It is time for Sneedler's List. Matt, we got to talk because I feel like Jeremy needs some badass background music. (laughs) <laughs> when he does the Sneedlers list, so we gotta oh. get that in there, Mister IT guy. Let's go. I'll look into what's going on. I'm thinking something like kind of dark but rhythmy, you know.
3: Either something, e- either something extremely like what you're talking about, or on the exact far spectrum of that, like Katy Perry, Lady Gaga, something like that.
1: <laughs> you want some like EDM, <laughs> something like EDM?
4: Something like.
3: That's, I mean, that's your call, man. But I'm, I'm open for interpretation. But I just want to let you know, I'm good for anything. You could play any music behind me. We'll, I'll, we'll get this we'll done. Get
1: like a nice violin. We'll get like a nice violin
3: playing, <laughs>
2: behind Jeremy.
3: Only if you're playing it. Ah, I play a cello. <laughs> I mean,
2: How cello. about I get a violin and then say that Quentin is playing it?
4: <laughs> or harp. Allegedly. Like harp, Allegedly.
1: Harp music behind. Jeremy would be pretty cool, but anyway, it is time for Sneedler's list. What do you got for us?
3: For this week's Sneedler's list, we're gonna do a sort of power rankings. Uh, five weeks of the NFL is upon us, so these are my top 10 NFL teams right now, and you know, looking forward to to the next you know quarter of the of the season. So starting at number 10, like I said, this is sort of my my version of power rankings. Number 10, I have the Buffalo Bills. They're sitting at 4-1. and I have them at top 10 because of their 4-1 record, but they haven't really done anything super impressive. And kind of the most impressive thing they did was nearly beating the Patriots. They only lost 16-10 to there, and if it wasn't for Josh Allen turning it over about eight times, they might have actually been able to compete in that game. So the Bills, they're an interesting team. They just traded one of their receivers to, to Oakland. I don't know if that's going to affect them at all, but they're there because they're intriguing. The Houston Texans are at number nine. They're three and 3-2. Deshaun Watson looks like an MVP candidate. The thing that scares me with them is they have Carlos Hyde. They have Duke Johnson, but their running game just isn't quite there. Number eight, Baltimore Ravens. They're sitting at 3-2. and two. Lamar Jackson turning out to be a, a terrific quarterback. The only thing that worries me with them is they have Marquise Brown, and that's great, but but what other playmakers do they really have? Mark Ingram's been a good signing for them, but I'm a little nervous about Lamar Jackson basically being their only playmaker. Number seven, the San Francisco 49ers. They're sitting at 4-0 on the season, but what have they done? They beat the Bengals. They beat the Browns. They haven't really done anything too impressive. Sure, they beat the Ravens, but – That's not entirely impressive, in my opinion. And the 49ers, I think still, they run the ball very well, and that's great. But I want to see them play an actual good team and see what happens. Number six, the Dallas Cowboys. They're 3-2. Both of their losses came against terrific teams uh, in the Saints and the Packers. So I feel like you can't nick them too hard for losing to two teams that are higher on this list than than they are i like amari cooper zeke's gonna get it together at some point he's doing just fine but he'll get back to zeke shape uh after a while and they just have weapon after weapon number five kansas city chiefs they're four and one their stumble against the colts has me a little bit worried uh mahomes that ankle is a bit of a problem he injured it in week one injured it again sunday night how healthy is he really going to be and the fact that Hill and Watkins have been out seems to have really been bothering him. And I feel like it's a problem when your leading receiver is Byron Pringle. So that's a bit of an issue. Number four, the Seattle Seahawks. They're 4-1. and one. Russell Wilson is on his way to possibly an MVP season. Chris Carson is terrific in the backfield. Coming into the season, you thought maybe it was an issue with Doug Baldwin leaving, Earl Thomas leaving, but DK Metcalf is terrific. They still got one of the one of the Moors. I, I keep forgetting if it's David or DJ, but the Seahawks have plenty of weapons. Their defense is terrific, especially now that they have Jadavion Clowney. They are a scary team, plus their division is kind of weak. The Rams aren't that great, and the 49ers, obviously, like I mentioned, I think are still um, trying to figure out exactly who they are. The Green Bay Packers come in at number three at four and one. Uh, not only can they throw the ball down the field, but they were able to beat the Cowboys and put up almost 40 points without Devontae Adams, and they got four rushing touchdowns from Aaron Jones. That's something you're not used to seeing from the Green Bay Packers. So now that they have that in their arsenal, plus their, plus their defense is terrific, they're at number three. The New Orleans Saints are at number two, sitting at four and one. Drew Brees goes down. Teddy Bridgewater comes in. They haven't missed a beat. Teddy Bridgewater has been terrific. Kamara, Michael Thomas, terrific team, terrific defense, easy division. They are an easy lock at number two. And, of course, the New England Patriots sitting comfortably at number one, 5-0 and on the season. They've been able to roll past everybody. Tom Brady showing no signs of slowing down. It seems like it doesn't matter who they throw in at the tight end position. They find some random white guy, put him in shoulder pads, and he catches a touchdown. And they have five running backs and they're all terrific and their defense is even better than it's been in years past. So the Patriots are number one on this week's Sneedlers list of the top ten NFL teams after week five. I, that
1: was a good that was a pretty damn good Sneedler's list. Okay. Hey, thanks, man. Thanks but man. My question to you here is Forty 49ers, Patriots, who loses first?
3: But I see. I see the Niners losing to the Rams. It's in LA, and the Rams are hungry. They're. I think the Rams are sitting at three and two on the season, and this will be the first real, true test for the Niners. And I think their heads are going to be a little high after Four after weeks. after destroying the Browns. Uh, I I like the Rams knocking off the Niners uh, this week.
1: You see. The Rams' defense is not that good.
3: It's not. And that's great, but, like, I don't see the Niners' offense as really being that great, though. Like, can you really rely on the Niners' offense? Because if it wasn't for Baker Mayfield being horrendously predictable and turning it over eight times, because, you know, the 49ers have gotten lucky with their schedule, in my opinion. That they've, that they've faced the Bengals and the Browns, and uh, I can't remember who else they played, but they haven't really played anybody.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I see where you're coming from, but we're going to get into the NFL stuff here. Uh, but Before we do that, we had a great interview with professional speaker Dr. Wayne Mesmer. I didn't know he was a doctor. Apparently he, you know, did a bunch of years of schooling, and he's a doctor. I thought he was a doctor of voice. I thought that was something, you know, that you couldn't, I didn't even know it was possible, but he's not a doctor of voice. He's a doctor of psychology. We learned about the Chicago Wolves, how he prepares to sing the Star Spangled Banner in front of all these people. God bless America. It was a great interview. It was a very funny interview Some of the questions I asked him, it was a little standoffish there at the end, but I get it. He's a humble guy. Here's the interview with Wayne Mesmer. Now sitting in section three, one, two. It is sort of the songbird of our generation. It is Wayne Mesmer. Wayne, is this the first podcast you've been on?
5: Oh, no. I've done a number of podcasts, you know, uh, a couple of them about. uh, Let's see. A, a couple about music, and uh, one about outer space, and uh, and then a, f- uh, a number of them about uh, baseball specifically.
1: Okay, okay. So I want to just jump straight out here. Is your favorite song of all time the Star Spangled Banner?
5: Uh, n- not the favorite of all time. There's actually there's a song from a show, a Broadway musical called The Fantastics. And uh, the song is called Soon It's Gonna Rain. That's actually my favorite song. But uh, something that I've done more than anything else, obviously, Star Spangled Banner, probably close to 5,000 times. So that's, uh, it's like, uh, you know, the uh, the one hit wonder. You can't get tired of it because that's why they keep bringing you back.
1: <laughs> so you, they do keep bringing you back. And we love having you when you sing the Star Spangled Banner. What is your favorite venue to perform at?
5: Well, it would have to still be Wrigley Field simply because of the, uh, uh, the history that it, that it brings. I mean, any, you know, any place, I mean, I, I've done little league games that were great fun, you know, uh, uh, standing on the 50 yard line at Soldier Field is pretty cool, you know, seeing hockey games, uh. Uh, stroll out in center court and do a Bulls game. It just, you know, it's kind of neat because you're going where every fan in the arena or the stadium would probably like to be. You know, it's like one time one guy's uh, he, he calls me. He says, "I have tickets on the 50 yard line." He calls me again. I got tickets on the 50 yard line. And it was a day when I was singing out at the Bears game, and I said, "I'm happy for you, but uh, I'll be standing on it." <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh,
1: a little humble brag there. I like it.
5: <laughs> You've got to. Whenever you can whack somebody in a real conversation, you have to do it. It's you know it's how guys talk to each other.
1: Right, right. So okay, one of the biggest things I've always wondered with your profession, you know, because you're not only you know a singer, but you're a professional speaker and public speaker and stuff like that. Have have you ever been sick or not feeling well and just lip synced it?
5: No, no. Um no, wait once, once. I uh, once did it at uh, Soldier Field for a World Cup game, but that's what they they wanted. And the Soldier Field uh, has an incredible delay. It's pretty weird. Uh, when you sing, it's about, I don't know maybe a little over a second, and which uh, can really throw you off. If you listen to yourself, then you start dragging and fall behind, and it's it's kind of weird. Uh, the old Soldier Field, and that would have been probably in '94, I think it was, uh, it was even worse. They had one big cluster of speakers, and it would just come back and just level you, but uh, after a long delay. So that was pre-recorded.
1: So they a- they purposely asked you to lip sync it. Mm-hmm. Wow, I've never, th- I've never I- thought I'd hear that.
5: Yeah, I sang it anyway. I mean, I sang it. It's just that the uh, uh, the mic wasn't on, you know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. That's lip syncing.
5: <laughs> yeah. Hey, one other time, I every year we have opening ceremonies of the uh, Chicago Special Olympics, and it's always a uh, you know a very special day. And uh, so they said, "Oh, please, you know, join in, you know, Wayne Messner's national anthem." Okay, so I'm at the podium, ready to tear loose, and um, some. Music starts playing, and I do have a recording that I've had out for years. It has an organ accompaniment, and I'm listening. I go, okay, that's my recording. So I just had to fake it, and, and they played it because apparently they thought I wasn't there or something up in the booth. Nobody said that I was there. It was a real bad weather day, but kind of weird, and I thought, thank goodness that at least it was my recording they were playing. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, right because it would have been bad if they were playing somebody else's recording
5: yeah like you know like a female recording i said, I, wow guy really changed his voice or something so, so i know. want go ahead go ahead no no i said you know you never know you got to be ready at all times
1: yeah i mean i can just you know think about what i would do i don't even think i could possibly do what you do go out there and just sing The Star Spangled Banner, the National Anthem, God Bless America, whatever it is, I don't think I could do that. You know, if I'm in the shower or something singing, I can do it. But I don't think it's not even a problem with can I do it in front of people? It's can I hit the pitch I hit in the shower in front of people?
5: That's true. And the answer is probably no. And it's not because... Uh, you're a worse singer than anyone else. The average voice doesn't have the range to sing that song. You know, if you're musical, you know what an octave is, and uh, and it's five steps beyond that from the lowest note to the highest. So you you have to have a, a pretty decent range. And uh, I know a lot of people if they sing it unaccompanied or a cappella, uh, if they start on the wrong pitch, you go here it comes. You
1: know. <laughs> so, how long did it take you to perfect the Star-Spangled Banner or the national anthem?
5: I'm still working on it.
1: You're still to this day. You still don't have that perfect rendition lined up.
5: Um, I know what I'm going for, and I think that uh, years ago, in because uh, having a performance background theatrically and musically and stuff, I always would shoot for excellence and not perfection. Um, you come pretty close uh, lots of times when you sing it as many times as I do, including you know our Chicago Wolves hockey team every game uh, for the winter when I'm not doing the Cubs in the summertime. Uh, you know it's you. I mean, there are times when you just don't feel as uh, as you know as good as as you would another time. You know, if you do have a cold or if you have a sore throat or in a whatever, you're just in a crabby mood, but I think you can kick it into gear for a minute and a half. That's how long it takes me, a minute 35, and uh, I would hope that I'd be able to rally for at least a minute and 35 seconds.
1: So I'm glad you brought up the Wolves because that's kind of my next segue here. And I'm going to ask this, but I don't want it to rub you the wrong way here. So you worked actually for the Blackhawks before they fired you for working with the Wolves. Why was it so important to them to not allow you to perform at both events?
5: You'd have to ask them.
1: They never gave you just a reason? They just said, all right, that's it?
5: Well, there was a, you know it was perceived as a conflict of interest. Um, I, you know, I have my own thoughts on that. And, uh, I think that, uh, uh, the national anthem is not owned, uh, nor does any sports team have the rights to it. It's, you know, it's, it's for our country. You, I mean, I can understand, but I, here's, here's my point with that. And a lot of times gone by and there's no bitterness whatsoever here. Um, it was a business decision on my part. To get involved with a startup operation, the Chicago Wolves, but uh, it was also an opportunity where um, would you rather be? And I ask anyone who might be listening to this: Would you rather be uh, have the opportunity to get in on ground level as an equity partner, or would you still, or would you like to maintain a position as a game day employee?
1: Yeah, you know, I would definitely go with the first option if it was presented in front of me. I don't blame you whatsoever.
5: Yeah. I mean, it's a, you know, it, it's a rare opportunity to do something um, where the success of that project that you're being handed. I mean, I'm the guy who drew the business plan, the marketing plan, the media plan, the game presentation plan. Um Uh, The organizational chart, the description of all of the jobs, how they worked, hired everybody and ran day to day for three and a half years until it was nice up and running. And uh, then as part of the original design was to be able to kind of uh, step back and uh, watch this thing continue to grow and uh, maintain, i still maintain a a senior executive vice president uh, position. But now my job is really uh, the face and uh, the voice and, uh, you know, doing the commercial work and uh, singing every game and uh, kissing babies and hugging fans and taking pictures at the game. And and really enjoying uh, watching something that started with a blank piece of paper now moving into its 26th year. So I'm still very, very proud of that uh, uh, that move that we did and what we've built. And we won four championships.
1: So, wait a minute here. You're telling me people are having you kiss their babies? Why not? (laughs) How many babies have you kissed?
5: Roughly estimated. uh, I don't know if I could count that high. It's dozens. (laughs) Dozens. It is funny because between periods at a hockey game, people say, what do you do? And I say, well, I walk around and try to get recognized and, you know, take pictures with people and have fun and just say hi and thanks and, uh, you know, it's it's just fun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the Wolves actually were in the finals last year, but came up just a bit short. What do you think is going to be the big factor in the Wolves season this year?
5: Um, to to win the final series that they play. I mean, you know, that's the thing. Last year, we had a theme of last man standing, last team standing. And the uh, yeah, game pretty close. And, uh, you know, for one reason or another, you simply sometimes in life run up against, uh, uh, the better team. And that's what happened last year with Charlotte. They were, um, they were bigger, they were healthier. Uh, that, w- that was a big thing. we did have a lot of injuries right at the, uh, right at the critical time, but goaltending is always the key. You know, you get somebody who can, uh, keep the puck out of the net and, uh, hopefully the lads are uh, encouraged to uh, score on the other side. And, uh, Next thing you know, you can put a a, a pretty good uh, season together. And Rocky Thompson, this guy's a good coach. He's fun. He's young. He's energetic. And, uh, you know, it's uh, most everyone in the American Hockey League, the AHL, would love to play for the Wolves because we treat our guys very well. Yeah, you know,
1: growing up, I've been to plenty of chicago wolves games but i have never been to a chicago blackhawks game so i think i'm more of a wolves fan than i am a blackhawks fan but hey i do love the chicago wolves you know i like the logo for the team and the jerseys that they wear but we're gonna take a complete 180 here okay so i did a little research on you before you coming on the show just so you know i knew my stuff a little bit you were a part of a fraternity for men in music okay so i gotta ask them being a fraternity What did they make you do hazing-wise? Did you have to, like, stand on top of, like, a cafeteria table and sing something for people?
5: Nothing like that. No. This was a professional fraternity, uh, but it was a a cool one of the – it's Phi Mu Alpha, and is the fraternity, and uh, down at Illinois Wesleyan in Bloomington. And what I liked about it is they had, uh, unlike most professional fraternities, like accountants or – uh musicians or artists whatever we had a, a house so we had a house and it was off campus and it was a cool old house and I kind of dug that place so uh, <laughs> a bunch of guys all pledged at the same time they were all fun and uh, I guess I was part of that crowd because we we really I don't know enjoyed it but it's it's still a, a part of my life there's a uh, uh, it's, it's an interesting fraternity of just people who are in the profession of music, whether it's teaching or performing. And uh, I, I've been fortunate enough to get a couple of nice uh, national recognition awards from the fraternity. So I speak highly of them.
1: So, you know, I mentioned I did do a little research. You went through school, all that. So you do have a Ph.D., Correct. Correct. So I should have probably started this interview off as Doctor Wayne Mesmer. How does that work? Are you like a doctor of voice or what?
5: No, uh, a doctor of a philosophy, psychology. It's a okay. doctor of psychology. So yeah, you know now it's it's funny because I I say uh, I, I can pretty much make an assed, assessment if I say you are an idiot, not you. I said if one is an idiot, now I am. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a certified educated opinion it's not just a uh, you know not just an insult yeah it's um uh, it's a it's a pretty big deal you know when nobody was looking i i just keep going to school and keep uh, racking up degrees and I'm, I'm pretty much done with that the bigger thing is what's known as the csp a certified speaking professional uh and that's the highest uh uh, earned designation by the national speakers association so that's kind of a, a a nice badge of honor
1: so being a public speaker everybody says that you're proclaimed for this you know spirit of a champion speech is that correct
5: uh that is certainly one that i've uh, been uh, standing on a soapbox talking about yeah can
1: i hear a little bit of that
5: speech well, it's primarily talking about the uh, commonalities uh, that, that winners have in the industries that I've worked, whether it's a broadcasting or sports, uh, finance, um, and uh, nonprofit areas, and in startups. So, I mean, I've, I've paid attention. I, I like to think that I live my life and encourage other people to live their life with their eyes open, um, keeping aware of some opportunities. But more than anything, I, I think that I, uh, with the champion, the spirit of a champion, uh, I think the three most prominent qualities, without a doubt, and there are many, is commitment, attitude, and perseverance, and uh, that's that's what I've followed all my life, and it seemed to have worked pretty well for me. And uh, and then the observation that I that I've done by watching other people uh, catch people in the act of doing something right. And then see how they did it. That's that's kind of my way of looking at life.
1: So Wayne, I do want to thank you for taking the time to sit in section 312. I got about three final questions here before I let you go. Uh, like I said, thank you so much for taking the time to sit in section 312. But can you break a glass with your voice? Have you tried that yet?
5: Only if I drop it while I'm singing. <clears throat> I, no, usually that happens with a uh, uh, with a soprano. With a high female voice that uh, that <laughs> resonates. If I ever did break a glass while singing, I don't know. I could try it, but I, I don't think it's going to happen.
1: <laughs> it would it would be cool if you if you did it if you like recorded it, put it on social media. You would go viral.
5: You would definitely go viral. Well, it would it would be kind of a David Copperfield glass breaking. Maybe I'll work on that. I'll credit I'll credit you for the. Uh, well, maybe I won't. good idea
1: okay a couple final questions here these are kind of you know some fun questions here to round out this interview all right would you rather every elevator you get into play a recording of you singing the national anthem or every person you meet in the elevator just start singing the national anthem insanely
5: loud no Uh, i will go with the former and you can get that at but uh uh at o'hare airport Level six of the short-term parking is me singing 24-7. What? Yeah. It's craziness. And uh, if, if uh, people come from out of town, I say, if you're going to sh- do a short-term park, go up to the sixth floor. Why? Yeah, just do it. There you go.
1: I'm going to have to try that out the next time I'm flying <laughs> out
5: here. All right.
1: <laughs> and my final question for this <laughs> interview Wayne Mesver versus Jim Cornelison, you would definitely take him down in a sing-off, right?
5: I think that there's room enough for everyone to sing this great country song. Um, you know, he does he does a nice job, uh, but uh, I think so do I. So,
1: <laughs> if it's not the national anthem and you're singing just let's just say "Country Roads" by John Denver in a random bar somewhere. You would definitely take that trophy. You feel confident enough you could take him down in the sing off? Uh,
5: against anyone, you mean, or you mean just strolling into a country bar singing a karaoke? I've done that. <laughs> Have matter you? Fact. Oh yeah, matter of fact, uh, a couple of springs ago, uh, we were all kind of uh, celebrating in uh, Mesa, Arizona. And uh, I was doing some tunes, and it was fun. And then uh, one of the other guys, you know, the, the, the KJ calls up, okay, Eddie, Eddie, come on. Up. Eddie is singing a duet, and Eddie Vetter is, uh, you know, <laughs> it was after the, uh, the Cubs fantasy camp, the Randy Huntley fantasy camp. And uh, the guy had no idea who, who any of us were. There was another professional singer in there, too. So it was pretty funny. But we won. We won the contest.
1: So Wayne, this has been so much fun. Thank you for taking the time again to sit in section three, one, two, and we'll talk to you maybe sometime in the future.
5: All right. Go Cubs. Go Wolves.
1: That interview with the Wayne Mesmer was brought to you by our good friends at Karaoke Adventure. We tell you about every single week. Do you want the best entertainment around besides section three, one, two, because we're obviously the best. But if you want the second best, it is Karaoke Adventure. Karaoke Adventure provides the DJ and the karaoke for any occasion. Any single occasion you could possibly think of, Karaoke Adventure has got you. You just have to give them a call at 773 732 6597. You know, I'm trying to sing it, I couldn't do it as good as last time. But they do everything birthday parties, family gatherings block parties or just a night with friends karaoke adventure brings everything to you the pa the mics the tv the lighting everything for a singing good time i can't sing i'm i've got like an aretha franklin voice no i don't you need a harp
3: here you need a harp i
1: do need that harp but they also have 30 years experience contact eric st michael's today 773 732-6597. seven three two six five nine seven go follow them on Facebook see videos and much much more at karaoke adventure so NFL week five recap we're gonna do a quick the Bears lose the defense looked bad it, they looked bad
3: yeah I don't know why I don't know why they decided to show up in London on Friday that was that's mistake number one
1: yeah, I, I didn't get that either. I mean, the Raiders have been
2: there all week.
3: Yeah, you get yeah. there as soon as you possibly can.
2: Raiders wanted to go sightseeing. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: You get there early enough, you practice, and yeah, then you go and, you go and take your mind off of football and go see some stuff, and then you're all ready for the game.
1: We should have won that game. If we didn't run yeah. into the kicker... Ridiculous. Yeah,
0: probably <laughs> win the game right there.
1: Exactly. New life. We're down... What was it? We were down 17-0. to zero, and Then we come back 21 straight. <clears throat> so it's not like Chase Daniel didn't try. He did try. But after it was all said and done, he's he, he is what he is. And, you know, he's not what he's not, like Luke Wilson said, so...
0: Yeah, and the terrible miscommunication kinda cost him the game at the end there too.
1: Well, I don't think it's the terrible communication. He could barely see over everybody.
0: <laughs> well yeah, it looked like he thought he was gonna go deep though and or a deeper route and he cut it off and he just he just kinda threw a prayer.
1: Yeah, and I mean
0: it's like you know thinking he ran a different
1: Yeah, he definitely I don't feel like he ran the route he was supposed to or Chase Daniel just
4: I don't know. But yeah, I mean,
0: you guys don't overthrow people by 30 yards like that. You know what I mean? He, he definitely thought he was going somewhere else, which it's it's just like a little thing that in football like that that can kill you.
1: So the Bears lose, and what really hurt the most was the Packers took down the Cowboys in, you know, just easy
0: fashion. That
4: was
1: impressive. So now... So now the Bears are in a little bit of trouble going into this bye week because they may be down two games after it's all said and done. But
3: well, what's helpful? What's helpful now is this Monday night game with with the Lions playing the Packers because at least the Bears the Bears should be able to gain some ground. If the Lions lose, they go back to being at they'll be at two two and one, and if the Packers end up losing then they're you know, they drop down to four and two and the bears can be can get right back into the into the thick of things. Either way, yeah.
1: Yeah, so we kinda I'm kinda rooting for the Lions at this
4: point.
3: Yeah, I mean a lion, a lions win would be nice, but like I mentioned, I guess the Bears the Bears are, are at least sitting in a good spot knowing that regardless of who wins and who who loses, it'll help the Bears out regardless.
1: So we already hit on it earlier, the 49ers and the Patriots, the two left undefeated teams. We're all in agreement that we think that the 49ers are going to lose first?
3: Definitely. I'd say so.
1: Matt, you don't even watch football, so I'm not even asking you.
2: I'm trying to see what I the watch Patriots... football if it's college and <laughs> FCS and Southern Illinois.
3: Hey, attaboy. Hey, I'm trying to see. So the Patriots. I was trying to see what the Patriots' upcoming schedule is. So they they have the Giants for Thursday night football in mm-hmm. Foxborough. So that's a win. Right. Then they go they go at the Jets for for Monday night football. That's a win. <laughs> then they play the Browns. That's a win. Their first tough game is against the Ravens in Baltimore. That's on November 3rd.
1: Yeah, so the Niners are going to lose
4: first.
3: Yeah, because I mean, could the Patriots get upset by the Jets? Maybe, but I think it's a pretty safe bet that they'll beat the Jets. They'll beat the Browns, and then it's back-to-back road games against the Ravens, and then their bye week, and then they go to Philly to play the Eagles. Two so are tougher there. And then the Cowboys. So this is a one hell of a schedule. After they play the Browns, you go to Baltimore, to Phil or your bye week to philly you host dallas you go to houston and then you host in uh you host kansas city in december that's an interesting stretch yeah that's gonna be tough you
1: saw though that the bears have the hardest remaining schedule
3: oh i was i was thinking that before when the schedules got announced before yeah. the season that the bears had one hell of a schedule to to face, and the fact that they're three and two so far to start is definitely not a good sign.
1: Yeah, uh, they could lose out. It, it yeah. is possible <laughs> that they could lose out.
3: Yeah, there is a very good chance. Plus, I didn't think the Lions were going to be this good, and the Vikings are obviously good, a good team too.
1: And the Bills, man, the Buffalo Bills.
3: <laughs> Bills, no ma- man, Bills Mafia, baby.
1: Like the Buffalo Bills.
3: Bills Mafia, baby. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Are they a legit postseason team now?
3: Heck yeah, they are.
1: Can they win a playoff game?
3: Sure they can. If Josh Allen has to run the ball every time for them to win, he will do it, and they will- <laughs> and they will get it done.
1: They're going to keep feeding Frank Gore?
3: No, they're going to keep feeding Josh Allen. He's just going to take over the entire game and have <laughs> every rushing yard and every pass attempt. He might even throw to himself like Mariota did.
4: <laughs> i remember that.
3: josh allen's just gonna put the team literally on his back and just lead them to a victory
1: so the first coach of the year has been fired jay gruden the redskins zero five yeah, you, you think it was wrong to fire him right now i mean you're zero you, five you maybe just kind of let him ride it out <sighs>
3: I mean, I think they should have – he probably shouldn't have even started the year with Washington. I think that's mistake number one because he had five mediocre seasons, to say the least. Mediocre. But, yeah, I mean, and the tough part is, like, you get blown out by the Patriots and then you fire him. But the 0-5 is really what stands out, and they, they have no idea what they're doing over there either. Well, yeah. I guess apparently he didn't like Haskins, or he wasn't with that choice,
0: and that was like a drama point of contention that he wasn't. He didn't want Dwayne Haskins.
3: That yeah, that's that's what blows my that's mind. That's why too. he hasn't been playing either, or he hasn't been really giving him a chance because he he didn't want him. That's what blows my mind too. Is why like it's a your first round pick, and you're gonna draft a guy who not everybody is sold on taking.
0: What are you doing? One, it's at quarterback, you
3: know, that's where it's always a bigger deal. <laughs> exactly. A franchise like, player. He's supposedly your future franchise quarterback, and half the half the front office is going, eh, some people wanted him. Uh eh, we didn't really want him. Eh. <laughs> it's just a pick. <laughs>
1: like So if you are in the position of running the Redskins organization, are you starting Dwayne Haskins over Case Keenum?
0: You might as well. I mean, over Colt McCoy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: I mean, you might as well. He's 33 years
0: old and he's never been a winner. I mean, well, well,
3: why now? Except in, except in Texas. Yeah, I he was a winner at UT. I mean, but right, yeah, UT. I mean, but he's <laughs> been awful. It's just like, you know, Yeah, I mean, you might as well. The team's 0-5, at least at least for home games, the fans can say, well, at least we can go see Dwayne Haskins play. I mean, because you know, they don't have anybody else that the fans can, can be excited about seeing. But at least you could market it as here's your future quarterback, come watch him play while the team is terrible. Well, and you can learn on the job, you know, get better that way. It's just,
0: you know, you're not going to get better sitting on the bench.
3: Yeah. Like, and I'm not totally for that through the years. Like it, it, there's a lot of times where it doesn't work out. Think about all the Jacksonville Jaguars quarterbacks that got thrown into the fire and (laughs) even the Tennessee Titans with like Jake Locker and all these, like all these decisions like that. But it seems like nowadays that's, That's how it is. Trubisky came in when the Bears were doing terrible with Mike Glennon, you know, and uh, Kyler Murray starting the season with the Cardinals. You know, Josh Rosen last year uh, with the Cardinals. It seems like that's what teams are doing now. Daniel Jones already like with while when the teams are struggling, they are just throwing their future franchise quarterbacks in the fire immediately.
1: Uh, Jake Locker, I hadn't heard that name in a while.
3: Throw a throwback Tuesday. Remember Jake Locker? <laughs> Former Washington Husky, right?
0: He could run the football.
4: He could <laughs> throw it
3: very well. That was that was back that was back when Jeff Fisher was there and they they were the kings of mediocrity where they would just win six or seven games every year.
0: Yeah, maybe eight and eight every once in a while.
3: <laughs> yeah, a good year. A good year they'd win they'd win eight games. So our last
1: topic for the NFL this week. Big news, Rob Gronkowski. He took an
3: analyst job. Good for him.
1: Now I think it's official. We can rule him out for the rest of the year. That he's not going to come out of retirement and play this year.
3: (laughs) See, I think it's only more official that he is going to come back now. Why? Because that. Think about Jason Witten. Jason Witten retires, gets the ESPN job. What happens? The very next year, he's back in the NFL. Jay Cutler. I think didn't he go from he retired was an analyst and then went and played in Miami. Being an analyst is a terrible decision for a guy who just retires because you're just gonna like you're getting paid to talk about football and he's gonna love football again and the Patriots need a tight end badly. Well, not maybe not badly, but they could use one.
2: Anybody who takes up an analyst job never stopped loving the sport. Exactly. Just saying.
1: But that's what I'm trying to get at, though. Next year he'll come <laughs> back. He's not going to come back
2: this year. This year.
3: I don't know. The Patriots released Benjamin Watson, so they're so they're stuck with their random two white tight ends. Le- was it Matt LaCosse and Ryan Izzo? I think are their two names. Yeah. You got these random guys. You mean to tell me that right before the playoff push, the Patriots aren't going to try to get Rob Gronkowski back on the squad? Well, I mean, they may
1: try, but I don't think he will come back this year.
3: I don't know. I think him, him being an analyst, I think, is only going to make him want to play football more.
1: So that wraps it up for this week, week five of NFL Talk on Section 312. Now it's time to do a segment with both you guys that Matt has done before with us, but we haven't done with you guys. It is called Fame or Fraud. I give you guys the topic and you gotta decide if they're fame or if they're fraud you guys ready
0: yes yeah i'm
1: gonna start it off first with some things not on the list here mitch trubisky fame or fraud fraud
3: oh my god yeah fraud (laughs) for what he was drafted
0: as what you wanted him to be yeah fraud uh he was I mean, a fraud. I don't think he can be productive. I'm not like, oh my god, throwing him out, but I mean, he's not as good as what he got drafted as, that's for sure. I hope he
3: I hope he is gone from the Chicago Bears when his rookie contract is up. We Baker need to just What would you say?
1: Baker Mayfield.
3: Fame. I'll, I'll take stock in Baker Mayfield
0: yeah i I don't know. I would still probably say fame too I mean it's tough, but after last night it's hard to say that but yeah, i mean i still i think it's you know too early and he's he's talented
3: and he's such a young quarterback i mean they the analysts want to freak out about that game last night. I mean everybody has bad games. Tom Brady has bad games, Aaron Rodgers has bad games, everybody has a bad game.
1: The Bears making the playoffs. <laughs>
3: At this point, probably fraud.
1: The Lakers. the Lakers.
3: Fraud. I'll take fame.
0: They'll be top three in the West. I'll say that right now.
4: Ho, oh, ho, ho.
3: Top three in the West. Yep. Ho, oh, ho, ho. Who are your top two then?
0: I'd say probably Clippers and them as the top two, and then the Warriors probably third. Rockets will be four.
5: Wow! They'll,
1: they'll the wow! The St. Louis Cardinals making the World Series.
3: <laughs> um, I'll take fame. I think that's what I. I think that's what I picked anyway.
2: <laughs> yeah, you did pick uh, the Cardinals because we had like the same. exact. <laughs>
3: Can't jump ship yet.
2: I, I I'm not. I know it's not even my conversation, but I'm going to say fame as well. Um, but we need to get offense going. <laughs> and uh, I know Martinez had some bad games, but let's hope he has some good ones here on out.
1: I got two more left for you guys. Joe Madden to the LA Angels. Fame. It's a good move. You guys think it's a good move? Hell yeah. And the last one playing any type of an American <laughs> sport in London
3: absolutely not
4: <laughs> maybe as an it.
2: exhibition game <laughs> <laughs>
4: absolutely Before the season not
2: starts.
1: <laughs> and they want to put an NFL team in London Do you know how pissed off these teams would be having to travel
2: to London every fucking
3: week that I hope to god that does not
2: happen and if it does happen, I hope it's the Rams, and then everybody f- can forget about them, and then they'll <laughs> dissolve. It. Well, well, it'll be Rams.
3: It'll be a team like the Jaguars. No, it's gonna be, one no, of the, it's gonna one be of those teams.
1: They're gonna. It's gonna be the werewolves. The werewolves of London. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, maybe I would support that. <laughs> I might be able to support that. Yeah, legit. Logistically, it would just be a nightmare because you'd have to. You'd almost have to give whoever plays in London. A Sunday night or Monday night game, or a bye week, just because of travel and fairness to everybody else.
2: Right. You would we, have to rename. You would have to rename the league, the IFL, the International Football League, because it's not even national anymore.
3: Or the International Football League. Yeah.
2: That's exactly the I
1: N F L.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what about the London Nightmare? Would that be a good name?
3: No team name should have. Uh, every team name should be like pl- uh, plural. There should be no the nightmares. I, I'm fraud. I'm against that.
2: Heat. I hate it. I don't know, <laughs> Me too. i don't know, We're
0: trying to do a podcast. Will you guys, chill out. I'm trying to do a podcast.
2: I might put that only. on the closing. Shoot. I might put that at the closing. <laughs> <Okay>.
1: <laughs> that would be great.
2: I'll do it. <laughs> Try to do the podcast. <laughs> no.
1: So that was Fame or Fraud, and now it is time for the BGOTW. It is the Ball Guy of the Week. This Ball Guy of the Week, it it should have been Jeremy, because with the fresh cut, the fresh ball guy
3: cut. Did it myself, man. Really? Yeah.
1: That's a pretty damn good job. Hey, thanks, man. Shining on top.
3: It's nice and soft and fuzzy.
1: I bet it is. <laughs> Our ball guy of the week this week is Shaquille O'Neal coming back with the two diss tracks on Damian Lillard. Two diss tracks. Damian Lillard. Shaquille O'Neal.
3: He bodied that man. Fraud. Are we still doing that segment? <laughs> 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 This whole thing is fraud. The whole Shaq and Damien thing. The whole thing is fraud.
1: <laughs> That's the ball guy of the week. <laughs> it is time for the starting five. This week's starting five is very basic. It's very common. It is the starting five basic slash common. Is it like a general items kind of thing? The basic
3: starting five.
1: The basic starting five. Anything <laughs> basic, anything common. Matt, call it. Um, heads. Flip a coin. It's heads this time. <laughs> Matt, where do you want to go? Uh, number two. Jeremy?
3: I'll go first. I don't care.
1: Okay, I will take number three then.
3: <laughs> so mind the clock then?
1: The draft room is now open.
3: Fantastic. Well with the number one pick in the in this week's starting five, the basic starting five, give me pumpkin spice. Ah damn it. <laughs> a year a year every year. Pumpkin spice puts in work, and I feel like you can't think of the word basic, especially in this time of year without the words pumpkin spice i
2: don't I don't have any idea what I'm doing, so I'm gonna try my best here. Um, I believe in you, thanks, man. appreciate it. You told me that last <laughs> week too. Um, I'm gonna i'm I'm gonna go with baseball like in general like I, I can't do life if baseball doesn't exist so that's a basic necessity for me going okay. With okay okay
1: okay <laughs> a completely different direction but you'll catch i on. have no
2: idea what your what direction it is
1: um i'm gonna go with for my first pick the name john uh, john is a pretty <laughs> basic name so I'm gonna go with the name John. You know, you could also call the bathroom the John. So I mean, Johns are very basic. Not I, like
3: I don't know. I feel like I don't know what what the whole plan is here anyway. Now now either.
1: <laughs> so I'm gonna go with the name John. The basic slash common. You know, the name John is very common, very basic. Starting five, basic, common. You came in just at the right time. Pick number four. So far, Pumpkin Spice was taken with the first pick. Then Baseball was taken by Matt with the second pick. And then my third pick was the name John. That's a basic-ass name.
3: Oh,
0: like a common thing?
1: Basic or common.
0: Sounds like we're on Wheel basic. of Fortune. <laughs> <laughs> All
3: right. like, with, like Wheel of Fortune when it's just like... Thing and you got to try to you got to try to figure out what it is. I'll go with basic.
0: And then I'd say, I guess it doesn't have to be specific, like, but like, like the you know, like the morning coffee thing. I feel like that's basic. You know what I mean? Like don't, having to go to Dunkin' or Starbucks or wherever it is. I don't care where, but you know what I mean? Just having that whole ritual, of, like I gotta get coffee in the morning. Like I think that's basic as hell. Like you know, drink <laughs> some pop or just drink uh, some other shit. Like yeah, see have have that's a, a good one. <laughs>
1: So you got back-to-back picks being number four.
0: Oh, that's right. Um, hmm. Trying to think of another one. All right. Um, I would go for common. Um, I think I mean kind of like you said, John, but I would say Mike. For me, that's the name. Like, like so many Mikes or whatever. It's just like it seems like a common-ass name. <laughs>
1: Okay. Uh, Yeah, that's a pretty common name now that I think about it.
0: Yeah, I met a lot of people like that, and it's just like, eh, like that's a pretty basic name. I guess I did name my son Henry, but it's like there's some meaning to it. (laughs) It's (laughs) a solid name. Henry's a good name. Yeah, I mean it's like a pretty common name. I mean I would say that,
3: but my his grandma was Henrietta, so it's a little different. See, I don't. Here's the thing though. I don't know. I don't think I've ever actually met a Henry. So there you go. I wouldn't say really. it's common. Yeah, I, I.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I can't I like think
0: it, of any, right? Yeah. Yeah, I can't think
1: of any Henrys off the top of my head. Henry Rowling. Yeah, I guess that's true. Though. Like, I never really had a friend named Henry. Now I think about it. Yeah. So, my second pick here. Everybody, I'm assuming, has played Pokemon at some point in their life. Yeah. Sure. Sure. <laughs> you always get stuck catching those fucking pidgeys. Just Pidgey after pigeon. Pidgey, after pidgey- Pidgey-outs? No. Pidgey-outs? The smallest one. The weak ass little bird, the pidgeys. <laughs> Those are pretty common, pretty basic.
4: <laughs> yeah, I
2: guess. <laughs> pick number two for me. <laughs> I think I know what we I think I know what we're doing now. And uh for my second pick. It's whenever those people, like anybody, just walks into a restaurant and orders the same thing every freaking time. <laughs>
4: yeah, the regular? The regular? Yeah,
2: the regular. And people already know you. They already got your food fixing before you walk through the door. For me, Matt, isn't every Monday I'm getting spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, isn't that you a Fazoli? <laughs> yeah, dude, Fazoli's, Monday night, it's, you know, pasta you're away night. I'm getting spaghetti every time. No nope. Same <laughs> order.
3: If ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So from the second that Quentin pitched this to us last week, the only thing I've had in my mind is hashtag basic. And that's where Pumpkin Spice came into mind. And I'm sticking with this for my next two picks. And I'm going with selfies, selfies, and Netflix for my next two picks those are good ones yeah those are very good ones because when i think of basic i think of hashtag basic and i think of any conversation with someone who you'd categorize as hashtag basic and the word selfie is going to come up at some point and the word netflix is going to come up at some point I, uh, <laughs> Ex- <gone>. yeah exactly <laughs>
2: Entertainment realm uh like you were already doing uh, with netflix everybody seems to keep talking about game of thrones i feel like i'm the only one out of it though never so, seen it never seen it what it, it seems it. to be what everybody keeps talking about though it's awesome
1: Big game deal. of thrones is
2: what i'm fraud what i'm picking I'm, <laughs> <laughs>
4: <He's like> fraud.
2: <laughs> i agree i agree
4: <laughs>
2: oh god
1: that's your number three, just Game of Thrones?
2: Game of Thrones, period, yeah.
1: Okay, my Uh my third pick, I'm going to take it before anybody else takes it. I'm going with the dad shoe, the Nike Air Monarchs. Very basic. (laughs) You see all the dads wearing it. Nike Air (laughs) Monarchs.
0: So I'm up next, right?
1: Yeah, you got two back-to-back.
0: Two back-to-back okay for one of them i'm gonna take like it's basic or it's kind of gotten you know so common is like everybody playing fortnite and i'm just like i've never done it i'm not into it like i don't know i mean if i'm you know uncommon in that but i mean yeah. i just i don't get it
3: never played fortnite i'm with you there.
0: <laughs> but i know grown people that really play that and they're like into oh. it or play it on their phone and i'm just like i can't do it no
1: you know what i'm into on my phone right now I wanted a Nintendo Switch again for okay, let me
3: let me Did we ask track. I don't remember asking <laughs> <laughs>
2: Is so damn it? <laughs> I guess that's true.
1: I bought okay, I bought a Nintendo <laughs> Switch for my ex and pl- I got her literally everything one Christmas. Spent like eight hundred bucks every single game, two controllers, yada yada yada. The only game I really like playing was Mario Kart, and they brought that shit to the phones. <laughs> I've been playing the hell out of Mario Kart on my phone. I don't even need a Switch anymore.
3: Oh, no. Switch, <laughs> Switch is a good choice, though, because then you can play Smash Ultimate. That's the game. I haven't yeah, played
0: that yet. I is ah, that is the
1: game.
3: Yeah,
0: the Smash Bros on there is sick. Oh,
3: okay. yeah. Vance, you got
1: back-to-back picks. What's your next pick? Pick number four.
4: Okay. Um, i Yeah, got to
0: think about this one. Um, I would go with maybe another basic thing that, I mean, maybe it's a little bit more of an older one, not as common now, but I thought it was funny when people like got crazy about wearing Crocs and that was like a big thing. <laughs> like, and that was kind of, I thought it was going kind of, to end up becoming basic. Like, all right, now everybody's got to have Crocs. Like.
2: Yeah.
1: Everybody's wearing Crocs. <laughs> Those it's funny, still, like, I'm wearing okay. some right now. It's like you know, I don't
0: know, like, <laughs> like I still have it. i never
1: worn them, so I don't. I can't. It's just rubber, dude. It's You're all not,
0: rubber.
3: well. Now Post Malone has like a sponsorship deal and sells like Post Malone designed Crocs. I didn't even know that.
1: You learn something new every day. All right,
3: my <laughs> fourth
1: pick. Uh, I'm gonna go with having a rap name that starts with little. <laughs>
4: right, right. I agree. That's
1: a good one. <laughs> Lil' whatever. Like I said, if I was ever a rapper, I would be little bitch. That would be my name. <laughs> little Q. No, because then before every single song, it would go little bitch on the beat. <laughs> I gotta trademark that shit. For all real. you
3: need to all you need to do is get a couple face tattoos and you're in.
2: Right. The only name that begins with Lil that I agree with is Lil Dicky. Yes. Yeah, that guy's hilarious. He deserves that one. What do you Fame. mean? Do you
1: mean? <laughs> Lil Wayne was like
2: the original Lil... Or Lil John. I, I mean... It makes no sense, though. You know? Lil Dicky, that's just a joke in and in itself. You know? With, with a sense of truth. Dude is genius. <laughs> Matt, your fourth pick. <clears throat> You're on the clock with your little dicky. I'm going to use the full two minutes too, because You I, could always trade. Yeah, you could always trade picks too. My yeah. God. I tried to think about that, and he was giving me so much crud last time.
1: Yeah, man. So. I tried to give future draft considerations. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> For the future.
2: You could trade cash. You could trade
3: t- cash considerations. <laughs> International bonus pool money. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I I guess um I I guess for my fourth pick I'm gonna go with bandwagoning, just the act of bandwagoning. I I hate it when, you know what I'm saying, like, like me joining Bill's mafia. Right, like for like <laughs> I for, think I'm for example, joining Bill's mafia too. To be
1: honest
4: with you. <laughs>
2: For example, if you've been like rooting for your team all year and they sucked and then now they're like in the Stanley Cup finals, now everybody just coming out of the cracks saying, "Yeah, let's go Blues." Oh yeah, who's their goalie? You know what I'm saying? Like
3: All oh, Blues fans <laughs> are the worst with like that. Like when
2: casual people like start saying, "Yeah, go team." Okay? You the know? Blues the Blues all fans these...
3: were the worst with that, being fair-weather fans.
2: And the freaking Yankees, so-called fans that live in freaking, like, Minnesota or something. You know, something stupid. I hate that. It's just bandwagoning. Hate it.
3: Matt's Moment Part 2. <laughs> I go on rants on these things a little bit. I like it. So, again, I'm sticking with what my interpretation was of this whole thing, which was hashtag basic and the definition of what I think someone who is hashtag basic is. So for my next two picks, my final two picks, I'm going with Dollar Night as being hashtag basic, <laughs> thinking about how excited everybody gets for Dollar Night, wherever you are in the country, whether it's college town or not, everyone seems to be excited for, you going out tonight? Why? It's Dollar Night. Oh, okay, because that really changes everything. Okay, but like, <laughs> so Dollar Night is my fourth pick. And my number five pick for hashtag basic and starting five, sticking with alcohol theme, is vodka. <laughs> Love it or hate it, everyone drink like, any pretty much everybody drinks vodka. And you always, like, I can imagine it. I can imagine it now for the people that... I don't drink vodka, oh, but I'll drink this right here, like, I'll take three shots of it right now, like, that's just what comes to my mind when I think of basic.
1: You know, that was exactly me, because I don't drink <laughs> vodka at all, that shit's like rubbing alcohol, but if there's, like, Vegas bombs in front of me, yeah, I'll give me a couple, fuck it.
4: Yeah, that's
3: what You're I'm saying. saying, like, I feel like that's how, like, everyone who drinks alcohol, I feel like that's how their relation is relationship is with, like, vodka is, <laughs> Oh, I don't drink vodka. Here, here's a drink. What's in it? Vodka. Oh, okay, I'll drink it. <laughs> I'm not going to turn it down. Exactly. So there we go. That's my picks.
2: Um, I'm kind of thoughtless on this fifth one, but I'm going to just go with it anyway.
3: Trade it for a player to be named later.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. No. I'm a technology guy, right? And I get mad whenever somebody picks uh picks out their phone for the next two years and I think it's a bad decision. Everybody always gets the flagship phone of the companies. You either see a bunch of Samsung Galaxy pieces of trash and you see the and you see the newest edition of iPhone. Okay. iPhone that's not innovative at all anymore. That shit's been gone since like two thousand eleven. Okay? Android people, they've been doing better things bigger, better things. So, Apple's playing catch-up all the time. Um, Not like I play catch-up on my cheeseburgers, but they're they're behind. Apple's behind, and everybody doesn't seem to get that. Basic bitches get iPhones.
1: (laughs) That's my fifth pick. You know, you were talking about cheeseburgers. I thought you were just going to say a plain hamburger because that's pretty fucking basic.
4: It is. (laughs) is.
2: I was thinking about that, but I was like, I want to rant. I want to get people to buy Android stuff, so. Okay, (laughs) I support, not a sponsor.
1: I have some good ones for my bench players, but to round out my starting five, basic slash common, my fifth pick. Doesn't Vance have
2: a number? Number? Oh, my bad. My bad. My fifth pick
1: (laughs) is going to have to be white converse. All the girls at the bars, white converse. You see them. Every night, there's always one girl, maybe ten, with white Converse.
3: I can I can already think of, like, five people off the top of my head that I know own white Converse. How is <laughs> least, white more basic it, least,
2: than the classic black and white? It just is. Because math. they're
1: like the ankle ones. They're like the ankle, super small, white Converse, and it just reads
3: and they're always and they're all they're beat up and they they've had those shoes for years and they continue to wear them and they they're not even really white anymore because they just are so beaten up.
2: Yeah, i was just say Converse in general, white Converse. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, with my last
4: phone died again.
0: Kind of different but similar some some of the things we've been doing. Um, but I would just say like more. Being, like, a Warriors fan and kind of the theme of bandwagoning, like, a lot of people bandwagon to that team, and I just think it's kind of annoying, like, kind of basic, like, mm-hmm. obviously they're good or one of the better teams have been good forever, but, like, doesn't mean you have to be their fan. I just think it's kind of lame.
1: Okay. Okay. Bench players? I don't know,
0: I hate them or anything, but at least now that Durant's going to be a little better. Like, ever since he went there and that whole thing, I was just like, man, I can't be a fan of that team.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was the same way. I was rooting for him the first year against LeBron. I wanted them to beat LeBron, and they did. And then they all teamed up, and I was like, eh, okay, this shit sucks. Bench players, <laughs> bench players for anybody. I got a couple.
3: Driving a Volkswagen Jetta?
1: See, I was going to go that route with the Nissan Ultimas. Okay. <laughs> That's a pretty basic car as the hey,
2: Nissan. Nissan Altima's are like one of the better cars you can get for the budget. Dude, that
1: is the number 1 car in America gets that that uh, gets broken into every year is a Nissan Altima.
2: Well, people should stop leaving their wallets out on the console. So, <laughs> Nissan
1: Altima's. <laughs> hey, maybe you
4: walk
2: around.
1: I was going <laughs> to go with Nissan Altimas and then I was going to go with the rapper Common. Um what?
2: Oh. Uh, because common
3: i get it yeah the rapper is his name (laughs) gross
1: that was gonna be one and then the other one i had was i had uggs uggs are very fucking basic
3: are uggs even a thing anymore though like i remember uggs being like a big deal but are they even really a big deal anymore
1: uggs bear claw whatever you call them but
3: they've got they've got uggs for men now though like tom brady wears uggs
1: yeah uh
4: (laughs) I had so does Colt Bennett. I had <laughs>
1: AirPods. So I had AirPods as basic. You see everybody just walking around with these fucking AirPods now. Um, and last like but I not said, least, the under boob tattoos. <laughs> you know everybody's getting those like tattoos right in between their boobs and under On the
3: sternum. It's called the sternum. Uh, whatever. <laughs> it's
1: basic as hell just trying to help
3: you
1: so that wraps up this week starting five if anybody else has any bench players i doubt it but
3: starting five basic matt own- owning a dog you own a dog quentin that's basic <laughs> but my dog
1: is my dog is uh my dog's an immigrant okay she came from russia she's not legally born here oh yeah illegal. she's an illegal mutt
2: cool (laughs) get us out of here all right thank you for listening to section 312 you guys i promise this is not pre-recorded i'm talking in front of these three guys right now you can follow us on facebook it's section 312 official You can uh, follow us on Twitter, O, Section 312. That's the letter O, Section 312. And if you like looking at picture books, like Quentin over here does, you can go to Official Section 312 to look at some Instagram posts. You can uh, find us on your favorite podcast platform, uh, including but not limited to Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify. You know it. You just search for it. And uh, you can also check us out at section312.com. And if you go to the store on that website, you can support the show by buying your own merch. Who would not want a dad hat with the seat logo on it, man? Come on, section312.com slash store. And uh, don't forget, we are an affiliate of MWSN Sports. Uh, that's the Midwest Sports Network to you. And uh, you can find them at mwsn.net. You can uh, check out our podcast and other podcasts from other markets
1: so that was this week's episode of section 312 we put it out on a poll for you guys earlier this week what you wanted to hear if you want to hear Wayne Mesmer or if you wanted to hear Patrick Cotto Patrick Cotto will be next week sitting in section 312 hyping up Cotto's mojo even though he has us blocked on twitter (laughs) how are we supposed to tag him We're not. We're not. It's a problem. (laughs) Not ours. Section 312. Until next week, guys. God damn it, Cardinals. You gotta lose. Go Cardinals. Good luck, KP.